welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live. Okay, actually, we're not recorded live. We're in like four different locations. It's brought together by this genius technological advancement. Jerry doesn't understand it, but we'll get him through it. Here he is, Jerry Springer, Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is unbelievable. This is the first time in at least two and a half years yep. where we have actually been in the same room doing this. Well, it's good that because we got it re-recorded, been... the introduction, two weeks ago. Yeah. And now <laughs> we just made it. We just made it. <laughs> now, now, it's now we are yeah. actually live. <laughs> we're, we're actually live in, uh, yeah, in a, a Panoptic studi- Media. In Panoptic Cincinnati, Media. Ohio, great place. Yeah, okay. because we've been, because of COVID, we've been Zooming for... Ever. Two and a half years. And tonight, <laughs> so t- we now all have COVID at the moment, so it doesn't really matter. We're not afraid of anything. We now it's have to I stay wanna... in this studio okay. for the next so, 10 days. So I flew up here to Cincinnati. No, it's okay. I paid for the ticket. It's all right. Uh, you pay for a lot and of things. You're, you're, you're the, what does he call himself? Senior, Senior executive, executive producer. producer. Thank you yeah. very much. And here we are, the first time two and a half years back live. Yes. We're in this studio. There are three people here. Only one of which is well, not yeah. being paid to no, be here. What, one is, <laughs> what, what, one is our is, musical guest, Spooky Fox, by the way, yes. from deep in Kentucky. This guy's yes. really good. So, so I'm even counting that. Okay. So there are two, two people. Well, there's now one on the crew. camera. <laughs> no, they're, they're there's crew, one guy. No. An intern and then my husband's sitting over there because he's a driver. No, no. Me, there, so. there's <laughs> the, is this the intern that does social media? Uh, he can be. Okay. He is. Hi. Right. <laughs> this guy's doing a hell of a job so, over here. Gene, you did a hell of a job. Hey, Jerry. I, I There's no one here. I don't want to bore you and everybody I'll bet you else. this mic isn't even turned on. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know, Jerry. He didn't set it up. Look, guys, I've had a rough month. And if you'd be wise to just back off a little bit yeah, and, and treat a man with respect. Yeah, you had a, a, a Show a me a man that deserves respect, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> so what, look, look, as we say uptown, We'll talk. Stick around. But yeah. I wanted to ask you something. <laughs> hey, on a serious note. Okay. There are people, and this is going to sound <clears throat> sacrilegious, who really raise questions about the legitimacy, yes, of the United States Supreme Court of America. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, a few weeks ago, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, commenting on the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade, stated what appears to be the obvious, that the high court has lost its legitimacy. Lost its legitimacy by telling over 50% of the American people, that is to say women, that they don't even own their own bodies anymore. That, in fact, the government does. Chief Justice John Roberts, seeing himself as the protector of the up-till-now respected institution, jumped into the fray by stating in an interview that clearly that's not true, that the court's legitimacy can't be denied just because you don't like a particular ruling. Well, that's true. But the vice president's statement, backed up by an overwhelming majority of the American people in virtually all recent polls, isn't declaring the court's illegitimacy just because the decision isn't liked or because the court reversed itself but rather because this is perhaps the first time that the court's reversal, its disregard of precedence, for the first time it was done purely to take away a constitutional right it had previously recognized. 
After all, the main reason for the court's existence is to protect our rights, not to eliminate them. So, of course, when people now see what the court is doing to women, its legitimacy is going to be questioned, even as it is by some current members of the court itself. For example, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, during the oral arguments in the Dobbs case, asked, and I'm quoting here, will this institution, referring to the court, survive the stench that this opinion creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts? Well, of course, I don't know that yet. But in any event, isn't the perception accurate? Isn't it true that the court's reversal of Roe had nothing to do with the Constitution, but rather it was a blatant political act? Let me outline the politics of it. For at least the last two generations, the court, comprised of Republican-appointed justices and Democratic ones, has recognized a woman's right to an abortion before fetal viability. That was the accepted and recognized law of the land. The precedent that the three most recently appointed justices dishonestly, under oath, indicated they would respect. But of course, we now know that was a scam. This isn't just my theory, it's what actually happened. In February of 2016, Justice Anthony Scalia died. Then, President Obama nominated Merrick Garland. But Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell refused to take up the nomination, stating that since it was a year before Obama's term was up, and in the next election we might have a Republican president who would nominate a conservative, he's going to refuse to hold hearings, arguing that a president in the fourth year of his term, as Obama was, loses his power to fill a Supreme Court vacancy. By the way, nowhere in the Constitution is that limitation on Supreme Court appointments even hinted at. So as a consequence, for a year, that seat was left vacant, until a year later, when Trump, now in office, got to fill the seat with right-winger Neil Gorsuch. Soon after, a like-minded Brett Kavanaugh was appointed. And then, just a few days before this past election, with Trump still in office, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, and Mitch McConnell conveniently changed his mind about not filling vacancies right before an election and rammed through the Federalist Society-approved Amy Comey Barrett. And did I mention these last three appointments were and are Federalist Society members, or at least on the Society's approved list? The Republican Party openly admits that with these three politically manipulated appointments, they could now push through the reversal of Roe v. Wade. In other words, the Constitution didn't change. America's belief that women shouldn't be second-class citizens didn't change. Indeed, nothing in America changed, warranting such a fundamental reversal in the law of the land other than the crass political appointments of three individuals imposing their personal religious view on the rest of America. How could the court's legitimacy now not be questioned? This is nothing more than a political game. But this issue goes beyond just the court and abortion. It's a reflection of the reality 
that our entire democracy is being threatened and the legitimacy of our very government is being called into question. Think about it. A president who received literally millions of less votes than his opponent each time he ran nominates a justice to fill a vacancy off of a list submitted by the ultra-conservative unelected Federalist Society to be confirmed by a U.S. Senate, 84% of which represent only a small minority, that is 16% of the American population. A majority of Americans get only 18 senators and a minority get 82. Let me say it again. A president elected by a minority of the American people nominates a justice submitted by an unelected Federalist Society, confirmed by a Senate elected again by a small minority of the American people. Add to that that the three latest nominees dishonestly swore under oath that they would respect precedents. And, oh yes, did I mention the ethical shortcomings of Justice Clarence Thomas refusing to recuse himself from cases implicating his wife in the January 6th insurrection. Why, in the midst of all this anti-democratic behavior, not to mention the anti-democratic characteristics of our governmental structure, why wouldn't the very legitimacy of our institutions be questioned? The constitutional makeup of our government may look great on paper, but the likes of Trump and his acolytes and the Republicans who genuflect before him in full awareness of the threat he poses, they are a reminder that our institutions, indeed brilliant as they are drawn up, are no stronger than the character of the people who inhabit them. That's why character matters. That's why our democracy is in peril. And that's why the only remedy is we the people, we the voters, voting as if democracy this November is on the ballot. It is. Yeah, that's nice, a good Jerry. call to action, Jerry. Thanks. Yep, very good. Thank you. Yep, and but I... But there's still no people in the audience. Well... <laughs> I mean, I, Gene, that's your job. They may be pouring in the doors. Just <laughs> give it a second. Because <laughs> they're just hearing it out on the streets. It's, they're, they're it's hearing. broadcast There's across a the delay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Boy, delay. Oh yeah, you're gosh, yeah. <laughs> thundering oh elephants coming. Thundering <laughs> elephants. Those would be Republicans. Let me ask you something, <laughs> and this is uh, a religious question, and okay. I, I hope you're open to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Roman Catholic. You're uh, Jewish, and we've of the Jewish persuasion. We have respected each other all through the years. Yes, we have. Uh, we're very ecumenical. <clears throat> uh, there's a holiday coming up, and and I. I Yes. Welcome you to kind of school the listeners on this uh, because they don't know Catholic holidays, they don't know Jewish holidays. You mean our listeners don't know that? Yeah. You, don't sounds, any, you don't think any of our listeners some, if they are one of those persuasions. Yes. What what it, it, you are facing, and for you this yearly must be a tough time. Isn't this holiday rolling up in the next day or so about yes. atonement? Yes. And aren't you called Yom upon? Kippur. Yes. So, so you made a point today. We were having lunch, and you made the point that Catholics go to confession, and they're urged to go weekly. And you do it once a year, 
Yeah, we cram it all into. Uh, one and I don't want to get personal, but what do you plan tomorrow <laughs> at Shul to say? What are you atoning for? And, and does it involve any well, of us on the podcast? And, and how yeah. early do you have to get there? Yeah, well, it's not there. so I have to get there early. I have to be on time, but uh, invariably, you have to have a checkbook with end, you. Oh, yes. Okay. Invariably, by the end of the service, which is sundown. Yes. Um. You know, everyone then leaves because we've been fasting for 24 hours. Right. And invariably, as I'm walking out of the temple, mm -hmm. uh, the rabbi will say to me, not so fast, Mr. Spring. Yeah, so Excuse me, sir. So back yeah. in here, you I have to stay late on a day of atonement. Because <laughs> you know just... what? You know, I can't, I can't be the most sinful person. Well, you could be. You could. Okay. You do realize I'll give you, you top are. five. Okay. <laughs> You oh. are, you're like the Jerry Springer. Yeah. Okay. And that, and that gets you, you have to stay late. Well, you have to apologize for the show. Well, every you know, year. And, <laughs> and we've had 5,000 episodes. That's a lot of prayer. That's a lot. James, last oh, time man. we went to confession. Yeah. yeah hey, you anyway, know hey, I was just, <laughs> you know, I want to tell you guys <laughs> about a trip I took uh, yeah. last summer. Yeah. It was really something. Well, well, let me let me. Uh, yeah, continue, Gene. Well, let me. Well, now hold on. Let's keep it back on you. Let's turn it back. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. Let's keep the sir. focus back on Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now gonna. You know, the glass is half full. The glass is half empty. Yeah. I want to put some coins on the positive side. So you and I, we went out. You've been in town for a few days because your house was destroyed in Florida, and you were upset. And Bonnie and I consoled you and all that. That's actually not true. I mean, I like, this is ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> Jerry, there are people whose houses were destroyed. How in the MF, yeah. I'm not going to say the words, but yeah. how in the MF do rich people's house houses not get touched? How Regular people exactly? are wiped off the face of the earth. And yeah. wealthy people, it's like, do you have any damage? No, not nothing. I no. had a we had screen door that got ripped pretty severely yeah. last summer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I was incredibly fortunate. Were, I mean, trees yeah. came down, but they didn't hit the house. But houses right around us yeah. did get, I mean, that... Oh, it's crazy. It's it, true. It, it yeah. And that's, that's oh, not, it, and I, I, I'm almost yeah. resentful you guys are making fun of the... Hurricane. Uh, I think. Excuse me. I don't remember <laughs> Megan uttering a word. Because I think those. No, that that's a horrible tragedy. Yeah, it, so let's, it is. It, really it is. Yeah. Here's what I wanted to say. So we what go out you? to dinner. Yes. And I say, and I'm always careful to watch. You're, not, you're never always careful. Oh yes, on this I am, and you'll you'll agree. I pay attention to what this meal's going to cost. And when it's oh, yes. looks kind of cheap. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> when, it, when it looks kind of cheap, I grab the check real fast. Oh, man. I fast. And when I'm looking, we walk into some restaurants, and I'm like going to be in the bathroom when the check comes out because I can't. Yeah. I, so I'm, I pick up the check. I thought you had intestinal problems every <laughs> yeah. time the check comes. He's got to yeah. run. He's yeah. got to run. I said, oh, my so God. So I what pick you, up the check. It's that chili. It's the chili. <laughs> I'm going to name the restaurant. It's a great restaurant. Yeah, it it's great. not like a cheap restaurant. It's yeah. called Mama's yeah. in Covington, Kentucky. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, been open great. since yeah. March. Yeah. It is a very cool place. It was place. excellent. So we go to Mama's. I pick up the check. Jerry, and this is the cool, another cool side of my old friend, Jerry Springer. He says, oh, he always yeah. says, I'll get it. I'll get it. And I said, no, no, no. You got the last one, probably the last 10. I got this. I take it. Then he says, well, if that's the case... I'll says to the waiter, I'll get their check. He points to a couple on the along the windows, 
and I'll get their check. It's another couple. So they didn't even know each other. So they all of a sudden get free meals. That was very cool. Now, I then told you, and you said you didn't know this. And Megan, you probably do because you know all this stuff. <laughs> it's kind of a thing these days to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's called paying it forward. Yeah. Paying it forward. Yeah. Yes. It's just, yeah. you know, you just grab somebody's like Starbucks or somebody's, you know, food in line behind you and just say, yeah, I'm just going to pay. Yes. For real. And why is it oh. done, Megan? Why <laughs> is that done? Just to spread kindness. It's, it's karma, right? Yes. It's kind there of a karma. There were two young couples over there and they well, look like. You're being sweet. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't have too long before Judgment Day comes. <laughs> making, so I'm trying to... Make up some time here. Yeah. And plus, Young Kippers tomorrow. That's so what I'm saying. I got it. That really right. is cool. Did you really do that? He did it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Cool. And, and then, you should have seen. Then they order drinks. And they, <laughs> yeah. I told them, keep the bar open. Keep it open. Oh, I, I, I told the oh, waiter. They closed up. Hey, and then, and then so they, cool. one, uh, one guy says, uh, yeah, this is my cousin. And we went, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're here with your cousin. That's a show. Right there. That's a Jerry Springer show. And we show. happen to have him right here, ladies right and gentlemen. Well, <laughs> oh, they probably were afraid that this was a scam. A setup. They were a setup for them being on the show. And I was paying for their, oh. You're being punked. <laughs> I, when I was uh, traveling out west on this kind of solo adventure, my bike, my camping gear, etc., I pulled into uh, a McDonald's. I had, whenever I was in civilization, I, I liked, stack of pancakes sure they're good at mcdonald's uh so i recommend mama's in covington and every mcdonald's in the world so uh anyway i roll in <laughs> that'll help him. and i yeah and i i never i don't get out of my car i always eat and pull over under a tree it's a very sad picture over there <laughs> under a tree in my car really enjoy with my it. it's camping great. Gear in, and all the garbage stays in the car i don't throw it away it's right there anyway so i'm I'm in there and I go, I'm in line. So I get my pancakes and I know you want the details. I get a medium coffee now, decaf. Now, where do you put the butter on the pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Do you do it in between no, each yeah. cake? Or and and no sausage or anything. And then I get a large OJ. So I roll up to the first window and she says, uh, there's no charge. I'm like, what? Yeah, these people up ahead got it. Yeah. And I thought, so that's how I first experienced there. Yeah. And so I did what you should do. I looked in my rearview mirror to pay the car. <laughs> behind. Off there were too many away. people. Hey, Megan, there were too many people in the car. Like, I went, hold on. Let's see how this works. I had one stack of pancakes, a coffee, and an OJ. People behind me probably had like a $60 bill. It was a family. I'm not paying for that. Well, it's really good. I the just stepped was on, used on you, I pulled up and went around the corners. They couldn't Suckers. see me. I wasn't going to pay. How's that what I mean? What, what's the advantage? Oh, my God. Mine got paid for. It cost me $60 for four, three pancakes. No, nah, that doesn't I mean, I was an English major, but I didn't yeah, do that. Math. Math. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, there's not my. a studio audience. It's, what? Why is there a studio <laughs> audience? This, this is, we're doing, you know what, Jerry? We should really look into getting a senior executive producer <laughs> yeah, to make really sure that we somebody. That's what competent. There it is. Competent senior executive producer. Well, yeah. luckily, we do have a music guy on our show who helps us and Thank brings you. us brilliant yes. talent Thank God. every week. Bless Somebody here Thank does their you. job in case he's actually not here tonight, but he has brought us yet again another fantastic musician. Yes, We've got wonderful. Spooky Fox here with us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. All right, so you, we were talking about it right before the show, are from 
Say, tell me correctly <laughs> how to say it. It's Monticello. Monticello. Not Monticello, but Monticello. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's um, in Kentucky, you said a little bit south of Cumberland, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically right below Lake Cumberland. So, like, we, our county borders Tennessee. Okay. Perfect. We're as far south as it gets. Excellent. In excellent. Kentucky. And so, um, how long have you been playing? Uh, just for a pretty long time, about 15 years. Nice. I mean, since I was a kid. Yeah, much. since you were a kid. Then, you have albums yeah. out yet? Have you produced? Yeah. Like, what What do you have so far? Uh, that I've we got can... an EP out, and I'm fixing okay. to re- release a single here soon. Excellent. Uh, here in the next couple months, hopefully. So I got to hear him play a little bit before we started tonight, yeah. and you guys are in tr- for a treat. He's fantastic. His voice is forward. great. So tell us a little, who are your, your influences? Your check will be in the mail. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he really is great. You'll enjoy it. Uh, but who, like, who influenced you, and, uh, like, kind of what brought you here to us today? Right. I, Pretty much just, I'm all over the spectrum. Um, so I started out like on Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that. Now I've fallen into just like singer-songwriter stuff like yeah. uh, John Fulbright yeah. and, and stuff like that. And of course, John Prine and, and, and all that stuff and very kind of cool. working my way from there. Very, very yeah, cool. So your first song um, that we have tonight, and then we're going to talk a little bit after that, that you have Cowboy's Lullaby for us yeah. tonight. And you said, as we talked earlier, this isn't even on the album yet. Is this the first yeah. you're playing it in public, or how? how? Uh, first, I've been playing it, I guess, on a show. Very yeah. cool. Well, we're very happy to have you. Yeah. And again, this is uh, Spooky Fox with Cowboys Lullaby. How many pretty girls you took to bed 
for our topic earlier, the atonement episode. Trust me, it was hard to try to focus on the lyrics and know, like, thinking them, like, that's what they were just talking just about. about. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Just it's perfectly. perfect. I've got another one here if you could put to music. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> so I, have, I do have a couple questions. I know that our audience, our listening audience, can't see his guitar, but tell us about your guitar here because oh. it is something gorgeous. <laughs> well, it's actually my wife, Amber. Uh, she actually put this together uh, very secretively. Uh, she was supposed to give me this for my birthday, which yeah. is not for another several weeks. I won't say how old I am, but uh, uh, she she's one of those people that's really impatient, and she's like, okay. when I'm done with, I, like I knew she was doing it, yeah, and I smelt the burn wood, but I didn't know what she was doing exactly. I knew it was something wood burning, that's and so uh, cool. she uh, uh, she she's like, I'm done. You gotta have it, and like it's you know the backside of it too, yeah, is uh, probably the coolest part like it's so it's all etched so like i said oh, most yeah. of our, our yeah. audience is, is over you know the airwaves here so yeah. for those that can't see it obviously go to our website and check it out because we can see some of it but oh my yeah. gosh it's really beautiful all oh, these yeah. animals carved on the back and then she has his name uh, burnt on the front it's very cool and yeah. then that begs the next question spooky fox is such <laughs> a cool music name well thank you yeah <laughs> yeah you get that oh uh, well uh i me and my wife were obsessed with the x-files so i mean <laughs> you know growing up that was that was a show that was always on tv that you scared the pants off of you after the simpsons of course and uh yeah, right. you know throwing it back way to the 90s uh but I yeah mentioning shows <laughs> i think you may have been on that show you once. mentioned two shows from the 90s yeah 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 but you know but uh not to date myself but um but yeah and so like a, a while back 2015 like we just bench watched it i was in a band and uh, uh my bass player kevin he had uh he joined the military and so we just decided you know let's just 
throw this thing away. I still wanted to keep playing. Yeah. My actual name is really hard. It's yeah. even harder to say when I drank a little bit. And so, you know, <laughs> and like I tell most people, like, you know, if I get pulled over after a show and I tell them my name is Spooky Fox because I can't say my own name, probably still going to go to jail. <laughs> Gene so, has the same problem. Yeah, Gene got <laughs> <laughs> But, so tell us where we can find some more of your music because I mean, yeah. man, your voice just fills Thank up this you. room. It's gorgeous. So where yeah. can we find you? Uh, just uh, Spotify, Apple Music, just basically anywhere music is sold, pretty much, Excellent. except for like stores. You except know. for like stores. May, yeah, so far. <laughs> totally yeah. get it. Totally get. It. Well, yeah. um, it's an absolute pleasure having you with us, and hopefully yeah, we you. can have you back. Because wow, what a gift yeah. you have! And thanks for bringing it to us tonight. Thank you for having me. And to uh, destroy the rest of your career, we're going to ask you to sing with Jerry Springer. Um, no, that's the, the part I'm looking forward to. <laughs> While you're checking out Spooky Fox, please make sure that you're going to our website as well. Check us out also. Check us out on Facebook as well. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We will be happy to get back with you, and we look forward to talking to you guys again next week. All right, Jerry. Oh, we're going to really do this. You're going to really do it, man. <laughs> Do you remember okay. the song, Down yes. by the Riverside? Yes, here okay. we go. All right, Spooky Fox. Gene's singing with me. Oh, no, really? No, Gene left. Gene, Gene just left. Uh, okay. I, can, I can count it off if you know. Okay, yeah, no, okay, you. yeah. All right, one, two, one, two, three, four. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside down by the riverside, I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside, down by the riverside. Ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study war no more. Jerry Springer. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. I gotta lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. I ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war. Yeah, we don't yeah, do yeah. that on the Zoom. Good job.